All right, all right, all right. Happy Life Studios. Welcome back with your host, Steve-O. 25 years national inspirational speaker. Who's not going to get inspired today? Are you tired of being sad and confused? Maybe you're totally clueless. Well, here comes Steve Hayes. So get ready to live the happy life. Welcome to Happy Life Studios. I'm glad you're here. I'm going to play a sound for you, and I want you to tell me whether this is a whether this is a positive sound or if it's a negative one. Ready? I think that that sound is just it's a very typical common sound for us. I think we get used to waking up going in the garage or going in the parking lot and starting our car and taking off. So we don't even think about whether that's a good sound or bad sound. I think I often take that sound for granted. However, if we hear this sound, and if we've heard that sound many times, well, then that first sound actually is a very positive sound. I mean, my car was broke. I just came back from a trip, and while I was on that trip, the last couple of days of it, uh, my wife had contacted me and said that the car wouldn't start, and she couldn't get it jumped either. And so when I came home, um, I looked at the battery. I, I cleaned it off a little bit more. It didn't have any corrosion on it, but I still cleaned it off, and I was actually able to get it jumped, and I thought maybe that fixed it, but I couldn't use that car for days. My wife picked me up from the airport uh, in, my, in my friend's Jeep. And uh, my friend only has one car, but he let us use it for for the for almost a week, which which is just very generous to me. I think it is very kind of him to do that. But I tell you what, after I got my car fixed and it started up right away, oh uh, yeah, then I realized what a good sound that really was. I mean, when I'm away on a trip and I get news that the our one car doesn't start because our other car our son has off at school, and we we have an older van now that that uh, some. Other generous people donated to us, but I've got to do some work on that too, and and uh, that doesn't start. So we're really down to just one car. And so when I find out that I'm away from town, I'm away from home, and my wife has no way of getting around, it's it's a little distressing to me. And so when I came back, I knew we needed to uh, we needed to um, fix this car. So I called up my my mechanic, and uh, what a great guy he is. He's he's done a lot of stuff for us, and and. Um, always gives us a really good deal and, and works on it very promptly. And, and, um, he said, you know, I was just going to, I was just going to buy the battery. And, um, he said, well, before you do that, I would check the alternator because if the alternator is bad, there's a reason why the battery went bad. Did it go bad because it got old or, or did it go bad because, um, the alternator is bad. And so I went to go check it out and sure enough, the, uh, the alternator, um, wasn't working correctly and it needed a new battery and it needed a new alternator. And sometimes in life, it's the same as two with us. We, we see a symptom that's wrong. And so we just go and buy a new battery, so to speak, when there's a reason why that battery went bad in our lives. There's a, there is a disconnect somewhere. There's our, our alternator, so to speak, is, is not doing the job that it needs to do. And we need to get to the bottom of why we feel the way we do or why we do the things the way we do. But that's not really what I want to talk about here. That might be good for a, for a later podcast, but um, so I realized that my car needed a battery for sure. And, uh, 
so my mechanic had the, the car and I called up a friend of mine um, who I thought had some contacts in this area. And, and, uh, cause when I went to the, uh, to the auto parts store to, to get a battery, I was like blown away. I mean, it was like, excuse me, <laughs> how much you want a firstborn and, uh, the deed to my home. <laughs> it's just a battery for a car. Right. But I didn't panic, uh, which doesn't do any good anyway. I just thought I'm going to go to uh, Costco. Costco will have them for cheap. Well, wouldn't you know, Costco didn't have that battery either. So now that's why I'm calling my friend because uh, he does a lot of stuff like this. And and um, I thought he might have a connection of, of, of a place where I could get a good battery for a lower price than normal. And I always like to shop around for deals and sales. And I thought he might know of some. In fact, I thought in the past that he's helped me with some other things and got me a, a, a good deal on something. So I thought I'd call him. Well, he didn't know of any places where I should go. So... Um, I was just going to let my mechanic take care of that while he fixed the alternator. And I get a text that night, and it's from my friend's son who texts me and says, my dad wants you to know that he wants you to go to Les Schwab, which is a tire store, and uh, he wants you to go get a new battery and put it on his account. And I was like, what? I mean, really? I mean, these stories are really cool, but still, as many times as people have donated us and given to us and and we're a faith-based ministry that really relies upon the generosity of so many people and um but still it gets difficult sometimes when somebody wants to give you something i know that for someone to give someone has to receive and i understand that but i'll tell you what it's a lot easier to give than it is to receive uh, for me and and so it was a little bit difficult for me to receive that but i also know that that um i need to receive it and if he wants to buy me a battery i'm like Wow, that's humbling, but that is super cool. I mean, I, I don't know how I can even explain um, what that felt like. So I immediately texted my mechanic and said, hey, don't get a battery. I've, I've got someone who wants to bless us with a battery. And um, so I drive my buddy's Jeep to uh, Les Schwab and uh, tell him about the situation. And Les Schwab calls up my friend and says, hey, this guy wants to put a battery on your account. What should I do? And I heard my friend in the background <laughs> say, get him two batteries. <laughs> and then he said something else. I couldn't quite get what it was, but they were talking a little bit like they were best buddies or something. And and then he, uh, then he, uh, uh, and then he hangs up and he, and, and the guy from Les Schwab says to me, oh, so bring back the old battery. Here's a new one. Bring back the old battery. And when you come back, uh, bring your car back. Uh, we want to take a look at it. I had an idiot light going on. I'm going to leave that one alone. There's too plenty of places I could take that. But I had a little light going on that for my tires. And, it, it, you know, I know that it means that the pressure is probably low or high on the tires. But no matter which way I checked it, the light would not go out. And he says, we want to we want to fix that. Well, you know what? When I when I got back to Les Schwab after my mechanic had, had repaired the uh, alternator, put a new one in there. And, and really, that was even only possible because someone else had just given a donation to us the week before. So we could even afford to do that. I just, it's just like God knew what was going to happen or something. It was just really cool. Happy life, right? So I bring the car in with a new battery and everything. And then also, not only is my idiot light fixed, but I've got four brand new tires as well. The guy at Les Schwab said, not only did he want to give you uh, a, a new battery, he wanted to wanted me to put on four new tires as well. Man. You know, sometimes I get angry that I don't seem to have enough money to pay for this or that or fix my cars or whatever, but I'm telling you, there's something exciting about 
when God provides through somebody else. In fact, I talked to him the next morning, my, my friend who did all that for me, and, and uh, he said, you know, I just want you to know God told me to do that for you. Jesus told me to buy those things for you, which is, I mean, the fact that he would even say that, I mean, I know that Jesus loves me. Um, I sang this song as a kid. We all know that God loves us. Uh, many of us believe that and mentally anyway, but boy, when, when you hear personally, God wanted me to buy you a battery and four new tires, man, that's, that's just amazing to me. You know, not only does God help people, but God loves to help people. He loves it when we call out to him. That's one reason why I think he makes us weak. I, I'm sorry. I don't, we need each other. We need God. And that's how he made it. It's kind of the same way that my children need me. There's something about, I mean, I want my kids to grow up and learn how to live on their own, but still I want them to need me. I, I want to be able to help them, especially when they're growing. And God loves you. He, he wants to take care of you. He's just waiting for you to ask him, you know, that morning, right before my buddy called me back up the next day, um, and I was sitting there putting my shoes on, and all of a sudden I get this thought inside of my head that says, generosity begets generosity. And I, I can't believe I remembered that, but it was, I read it in the Bible a long time ago. Uh, it's in Mark chapter 4, verse 25, and it says, generosity begets generosity, and, and, and stinginess impoverishes. And oftentimes why we, we are impoverished in our spirit, in our country, in our, I think a lot of that can be taken care of by just being generous. You know, the Bible says, give and it will be given. Pressed down, shaken together, run it over. In other words, you can pack it in, and it, there's still so much in there, you can't even fit it all in. The same amount that you gave it, he gives back. He gives back more to us than we give out. And I believe that's in Luke chapter 638. I'm not sure, but you could Google search it really easy. Give, and it will be given to you. And sometimes when we're struggling financially, one of the best things that we can do is be generous. I don't have a lot of money to be generous with people, but you know what I do have? I have talent. I have time. I have words of encouragement, all things that I like to do. Find somebody to give those things to. I mean, I've, I've painted houses for people before for free just because I had a painting company one time to help me, help me, you know, when, when things got rough financially. And, and so I know how to paint. And, of course, now everyone listening is probably going to be calling up and say, hey, will you come and hang out with me? Can you paint my house for me? <laughs> but anyway, I mean, I've, I've painted rooms for people before. I mean, one of the last trips I went on, they needed their baby room painted. So we knocked it out and, you know, because that's what I do. I don't, whatever you have to give, give, whether that's a pat on the back, but sometimes we just want to get, but to get, we need to give first. Generosity begets generosity. Psalm 37, 21 says that the righteous give generously. And I think one way to tell if someone is righteous or not, if they're godlike or not, isn't how much church attendance they, they make. I'm not talking for or against that. I'm talking about the Bible says that if you're righteous, you're going to be a giver. You're going to be a generous giver. And that doesn't mean it's only for rich people. Poor people that don't have a lot of money still find ways to give to people. You want a happy life? Be a giver. <laughs> make other people happy. Well, here's the coolest part of the story. So as I'm thinking about generosity begets generosity, and I'm thinking I need to podcast this and I need to do a video on this. And by the way, this is my first podcast where I'm actually doing a video and a podcast together. And I think I'm going to do more of that. I, I, I share it in a video, a little five minute video, and then I go into more into detail in the podcast. So um, if you want to check out the video, you can go to YouTube and, and search uh, youtube.com slash Steve O'Hayes, S-T-E-V-O-H-A-Y-S. No 
E and Steve-O and no E and Hayes, except for S-D-E-V-O-H-A-Y-S. <laughs> anyway, oh boy. So here's the coolest part is he, he called me up when he called me, and I was thinking, I'm, I've got to do something on righteous uh, generosity begets generosity. The righteous give generously. I'm thinking about all the stuff I'm going to put in my podcast, and he said, Steve, guess what happened? My daughter was speaking. She was from out, out of town, and she was in town, and she was speaking at this guy's church, the guy that gate bought me, that God told to buy me the battery and the, and the tires for. And uh, his daughter was speaking at his church on Sunday morning. And she's got a ministry on the other side of the United States. And um, she gave up a really cool, successful job because God said, give it up. I want you to go help people for me. I want, you, I want you to do something else for me. So she gave it all up to become a pastor somewhere and start this ministry. And um, this person comes up to her at the end of the service and gives her $15,000. I've spoken to that church many times. <laughs> I've never gotten $15,000 before. I mean, that blows me away. So here this guy is told by God to, to buy me a battery and, car and, 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 um, and tires for my car. And I, you know, I went, and went to thank him. He said, oh, it wasn't me, but it is him. You know, he could have said no. God wasn't going to force him to do that. He could have said no, but he was an open vessel. And God always wants to use people that will say, yes, God, no matter how scary it is or whatever, if you want me to do it, I'm going to try my best to do it. And this guy said yes to God. So because this guy decides to obey and bless somebody else, make somebody else's life happier and help them in their area of need instead of he could have saved his time and town, his resources, and just spent it on himself. In fact, he could have given that money to his daughter. But now because he decided to obey, his battery and four tires turns into $15,000 for his daughter, who is going to in turn take that back and bless a whole mess of college students that she is the pastor over. So who does God want you to bless? Who does he want you to be generous with? Sometimes you wait for an aha moment. Oh, and the angels cry holy and the person starts to glow. That's the one. But sometimes it's just a matter of being nice and keeping our eyes open. Can I pray for us for a second? I hope that's okay with you. If not, you can stop the podcast right now, I guess. Um, Jesus, show us who you want us to be kind to. Show us who you want to us to be generous to. Open up doors that we can walk through. Scary or not, we want to obey you. So just help us to hear your voice better and help us to obey. And may our kindness, may our generosity beget more generosity. I pray for the people listening today that are going through some struggles of their own. May you help them in that time. You love to give, and I release your giving and your blessing upon those people right now. In Jesus' name. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that helps. Make someone happy. And you will be happy too. Hey,